Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Make More of Your Money podcast, the podcast where you make more of your money so you can make more of your life. My name is Raymond Dehim. I'm the head coach here at Lionhood Financial Coaching. We're a Tulsa-based company, but we can help you anywhere. So if you or someone you know needs help mastering the budget, improving their credit score, increasing savings levels, reducing debt, send them our way. You can reach us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, at Lionhood Financial. You can also give us a call at 405-582-0734, or you can reach out to me directly at R-I-H-I-M, as in Mike, at LionhoodFinancial.com. You can always go to LionhoodFinancial.com for free tips, tools, resources. We've got articles and blogs there for you. So uh, definitely check us out. And I'm actually here today with my lovely wife, Emily. Say hey. Hey guys, it's good to be here on Momentum Monday. So I'm Emily Ehim. I am a insurance agent in the state of Oklahoma. If you have any needs for insurance, whether it be health insurance, uh, home auto, or even a small business, you just need to know what type of insurance that you need for your business, feel free to reach out to me. You can visit my website at emilyehiminsurance.com. Email me directly at emily at emilyehiminsurance.com. Momentum Monday. That's right. We are excited to get the week started right. We're going to jump right into it. Hope you guys are able to hang on and hang out. All right. Welcome back to Momentum Monday. And today we're going to be talking about the art of accumulating and increasing or amplifying your wealth. So today we want to make sure you understand that in order for you to get ahead, you've got to be able to not spend everything you make and set some funds aside. It's so important that you are saving money, that you're not spending everything you make because at the end of the day, it's not so much how much you make, but it's how much you keep can invest and grow yeah I completely agree with that Um, for uh, the past few years I've been a teacher in addition to selling insurance and you know it's well known that teachers don't make that much but there would be uh, my peers who make more money than I do but the way I manage my money the way I signed my money and saved it uh, I had more you know financial freedom than what my peers did it's not necessarily how much is there it's just how well you use it and how well uh, you manage that and really what you choose to put your money toward and so you know I may have not had as much uh, things that aren't uh, like necessary like Netflix or things like that but I had more important things and things that uh, I invested in that gave me uh, wealth over, you know, a period of time. And I started that, you know, probably earlier than what most of my peers did. And that's serving you now. And so in life, we should have, really should have savings goals. There's a couple of different ones we typically uh, work with through with our clients. Obviously, you want to have an emergency fund, probably your first step as far as a savings goal. And at some point, you want to be able to put aside three to six months worth of monthly expenses monthly expenses and 
then you may want to move on to saving for a car or a house or being able to pay for college um, or, or be able to, you know, just a trip or vacation. Uh, but that's those are the goals that you're able to hit when you're able to save and put some funds aside. So, I mean, there's so many benefits to saving. It really helps you fortify your personal finance strategy, game plan. You know, you're able to execute um, your goals when it comes to how you're spending your money. And when things come up, you're able to apply like the emergency fund to uh, something that breaks down instead of having to put it on credit. You're able to really capitalize on uh, investment opportunities as well, whether that's in the in the market or in an asset. You're able to seize those opportunities because you did the work putting those funds away. It requires foresight. It requires you doing the work now so you can do what most people can't in the future. Yeah, and whenever you are, you know, trying to estimate, you know, how much you say you should save, how much you should do um, toward bills or you know whatever your expenses are, um, what I recommend is just making yourself a spreadsheet and every, you know from January to December for a solid year, write down everything that you spent in that spreadsheet because then for that next year you you know have a that 12 month data that you can average and then you know oh this is what my realistic spending is um, for the next year and it makes budgeting so much easier that first year is kind of tough but then after that um, you can just make another sheet for each year and it makes it so much easier it's so much easier to predict uh, things that come up because for example like a flat tire car repair um, maybe something on your home needs fixed um, it's easier to budget for those types of things. Absolutely. And so, yeah, go ahead and take actions today. Like Emily said, make that spreadsheet. Look at your spending for a year. Um, honestly, you should be looking at for at it on a monthly basis at least, if not even more frequently than that. And uh, maybe you say, well, a year's a lot of time. We'll start at a month. What did you spend last month? You know, What expenses from that are going to come through again this month? List out then the additional variable costs that you have. And then, you know, look to see if you do have anything left over. And you should be planning to save some of that. Pay yourself first also is a strategy where instead of waiting to the end of your spending to see what's left, at the top of your bill, your budget, you're, you're putting funds aside. Whether that's 15%, whether that's $100, whether that's however you're, you'd like to make that make that line item in your budget happen um, you you save by paying yourself first or or making sure you don't allow the the overage or the excess to just be eaten up by you know purchases here and there and then once you know the amount that you're able to save you can automate that maybe an automatic transfer an automatic debit um, something that you can set up with your bank online or even in person they can help you with that so you also want to master or, or really work on cultivating those wealth building techniques. So, you know, at lionhoodfinancial.com, there's a treasure trove of different resources you can use to really help with those techniques. But one thing I really recommend is making sure you have a strategy for your budget. Um, Emily, what kind of budget could they, could they start working on? Uh, so there are different types of budgeting strategies. So there uh, can be the 70-30 method, the 50-30-20 method. Um, so it's really just identifying what your uh, desires are and what um, your spending habits are to develop the 
best strategy for you specifically. That's something that you're going to want to work with um, a financial coach to be able to discover. Um, Because once you figure that out, they will be able to uh, teach you how to properly, you know, identify which strategy and how to manage your money according to that strategy. And they can really, uh, you know, cultivate what type of wealth that you are wanting to build. Absolutely, absolutely. And our like bread and butter is that 50-30-20 because there's a 70-30 zero based budget. I mean, there's different things out there, but the 50-30-20 is usually a good fit for most individuals making under multiple six, two, like 250000 Typically, you're still in a good place with the 50-30-20. Um, you may have to move some of those as you start to increase your wealth, uh, increase your income. Uh, but really that 50% is allocating your necessity, your needs, your non-discretionary spending, uh, covering that with 50% of your income. 30% is for your needs, or not needs, but your wants or desires. And then the 20% is for your savings or debt repayment. And you may not have those ratios perfectly in line, but it gives you a goal as far as how to shift the way you're using your funds. Um, and it also gives you an ability to to assess, well, how healthy is my spending right now? Is this the target I want to hit? Take steps. Create a plan, create a roadmap to take steps towards that. So it honestly is a, a, a paradigm shift that you have to make in your way of thinking that savings, accumulating wealth, and we're not doing it just to do it, right? Keeping a lot of money in the bank with no purpose or goal going to lose, I mean, your money's losing money when it's just sitting, sitting there, not really being utilized. However, if there's a goal or purpose behind it, then you'll understand that that's the value you're achieving. So an emergency fund, while it may not be earning a lot of interest, it's it's uh, it's weighing or it's almost like an insurance policy against, you know, Murphy's Law, against the tires needing to be changed or your car breaking down or, you know, a window needing to be fixed or something happening with your plumbing that it's an insurance policy you set up for yourself against those ebbs and flows of life things that we know will will come up and it allows you to use your money instead of other people's money you're paying them interest you can pay yourself interest to keep it hold it aside and then use it whenever something comes up Um, and so once you like think like that start to shift the way you think about saving and accumulating wealth um, you're able to now say, here are the, here's the purpose behind that, uh, you know, stack of money over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely have to change your mindset because I think a lot of people, whenever they um, are putting money in savings, they think they're actually restricting themselves. So they kind of have this, oh, I'm, you know, at a lack here because I'm not spending all the money that I have. It's really a mindset shift that you um, have to tap into. Is that you know, whenever, what I would tell myself is whenever I was saving this money or investing this money, I was making my money work for me so I didn't have to work for money anymore. And so if I could just save up this certain amount and put this money in, you know, some type of investment or a business um, or stocks, whatever it was, where that money could work for me, and make me money whenever I didn't have to work, and I was literally, you know, making money in my sleep, then it was worth it. So, you know, that is how you actually, you know, build wealth. Like, nobody gets wealthy working a nine-to-five job. Like, it just does not happen. But you got to manage your money from that nine-to-five 
assign money, like put a name on it and say, this money's going to work for me. And then that is where you build wealth and it takes time. And so just, you know, assigning that money, giving it time, um, will generate wealth. Yes. Accumulators of wealth don't work for money. They make money work for them. That might be something you can't do overnight, but you can do it over time. And that mm-hmm. kind of brings us back to Momentum Monday. Yeah. Momentum, the equation, there's a couple of equations, but my favorite, mm-hmm. uh, the un- maybe scientific, but the mm-hmm. uh, values one is uh, focus intensity over time. Being focused, being intense about making sure I'm making steps, taking steps to make my money work for me. And doing that over time, you've got to be consistent. Consistency is key. If you want to be successful, you have to do it consistently, not occasionally, not when it feels good, not when it's convenient, because it's really convenient to really uh, get yourself into a better or higher socioeconomic status. It requires work, it requires uh, focus, and it requires you doing that over time. And that's when you really can see the compounding effects. When you're looking at your budget or at your spending, be sure to like pull out those things that are redundant. Be very meticulous in how you purge the inefficiencies in your spending. Like, you know, you can you can truly just make coffee at home. That's that's just as good. And it you is, really can. Yeah. You just gotta learn like you know, add honey or get some almond milk creamer or you know whatever it is. You know, get the, the blend you like, and um, it'll be an upfront cost. But then if you like spend that over time it's like you're not spending four to eight dollars a day yes that's crazy yeah i think like anything that you have um that's more of a want whether it be like netflix or uh, spotify or whatever before you you know make that subscription or that purchase see what free options are available first before you even uh you know sign up for that subscription like because if you can get it for free why pay for it and so that can be a way that you can cut out paying for something but you still get whatever that want or desire is it may not be in the way that you want it but and you know just keep the mindset that it's just temporary because you are assigning your money to work for you then you work for your money and don't get me wrong don't get us wrong we're not saying you're gonna just nickel and dime yourself to wealth Right, but it starts by being, uh, being a good steward with the small things. Mm-hmm. You, like people will say, like, oh, when I get a lot of money, I'm gonna be a great steward. Yeah. Like there's people who all talk about, it's like, you know, where are you spending your money? What's mm-hmm. your budget? And it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. And you're asking the world to give you more money? Mm-hmm. Why would we do that? <laughs> you it don't is, even know yeah. where your current money's going. Yeah. Now you're gonna give you more money to mismanage and misplace. Yeah. So that's really where the value is it's building the habits uh in the small things so that they lead to the big uh the big benefits the big uh uh, honestly the big value of being able to manage your wealth well do it consistently over time and put yourself in a position to be able to take action on opportunities because you built that war chest you've accumulated wealth you have the habits built the skills so that when you're earning more when you have more you're able to use it effectively and not waste mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah just yeah definitely remember that it's not necessarily how much money you make but it's really how you um, manage that 
so because like I said I was a teacher and I only made a certain amount but I had a lot more than what my peers did I was able to buy my own home shortly after that I needed to replace my car so I purchased a new car um, and this was you know as a single person one income uh, and teaching was my primary source of income where you know I had peers who were not managing their money well, they were still living in apartments, um, had older vehicles, so it can be done, like the money is in your budget, you just have to find it and identify it and put a name to that money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a great point. So with that, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure once again that you are paying yourself first, you're saving money, you're accumulating wealth, you're being mindful about how you're spending your money. And then take those techniques we talked about. Like Emily mentioned, you can go through a whole year, see how you're spending your money uh, on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, on a, on a quarterly basis, on an annual basis. Uh, find out what you're spending and then you can make a plan to put those funds aside. And then you can see, here's the difference. Here's how much I can save. Here's how much I can invest. Here's how much I can put towards my future instead of constantly paying for my past. Mm-hmm. So take that with you. Once again, if you or anyone you know needs help um, building their 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 war chest building increasing their savings level send them our way we can absolutely help with that at Lionhood Financial we're both on Facebook and Instagram at Lionhood Financial you can go to our website lionhoodfinancial.com for free tools and resources we have booklets there for you we have uh, these PDFs that are that are editable so you can start to update or plan out your finances um, you can also give us a call at 405-582-0734 you can reach out to me directly at r-i-h-i-m as in mike at lionhoodfinancial.com um, and if you or someone you know um, would like help reach out we'll be happy to help uh, send this podcast to someone who would benefit from putting some funds away and once again we just thank you for hanging on and hanging out anything else from you emily Yes, so September 2nd, Saturday, September 2nd, if you are in the Tulsa area, we'll be having a uh, benefit day at the Blend Nutrition Shop on Brickside. You guys um, are welcome to come by there. We can, you know, talk about, about, you know, whatever questions that you have in person, um, and we'd love to meet you, get to know you. So come by on Saturday, September 2nd. Absolutely, yes. We're calling it our Safeguarding Your health and wellness yes. really safeguarding your health and wealth mm-hmm. financial well-being uh, so we are going to be able to meet you in person get to know you kind of a meet and greet we'll have resources and, and fun things to give away they're also allowing us to give away half off order mm-hmm. every hour so come by you might be able to, to win one of those and um, yeah we would just love to meet you greet you and, and be able to, to connect yes that'll be be a blessing be good Alrighty. well thanks again for hanging on and hanging out it's momentum monday let's get the week started right remember you can